0: Today's program is brought to you by Magic Mind, the world's first productivity drink. Well, that's a bold claim, but this is a bold drink that fits all its essential ingredients into a two ounce shot. Proven ingredients like lion's mane for memory elasticity, cordyceps mushrooms for natural energy, and essential hormones like vitamin D3. Did you know that roughly 80% of Americans are vitamin D deficient? Another reason to make Magic Mind a part of your morning routine, or evening, I don't judge, whatever you do at night is your business. Just make Magic Mind a part of it. Now here's some things they asked me to say. A two ounce shot gives you five to seven hours of sustainable productivity. Our magical combinations of 12 active ingredients, including nootropics and adaptogens, is scientifically designed by experts to improve energy, focus, mood, productivity, and decrease stress. Carbon Neutral USA startup based in Silicon Valley. So far, we've helped over 5,000 people with procrastination fatigue, brain fog, ADD, and much more. More info can be learned at magicmind.co slash learn and at magicmind on Instagram. 10% 10% off if you enter your email, plus additional discounts if you get a subscription. Once again, magicmind.co. Try it for two weeks to feel the difference for yourself. To support this podcast, go to positive sarcasm.com/donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positive sarcasm.com/donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. Uh, no, I probably had COVID like 74 times. I have no clue, and I don't care. Everybody liked Blanche. Because Blanche was a pig who took it in the ass. Did you smell your poop? Did you learn anything? Did you read about the dog story? What the f**k is my ex-girlfriend who I despise calling me? There's a lot to blame on the news. It's a lot to blame on Anthony Fauci, that f Italian leprechaun. Almost like it never existed, but it f**king did! So do me a favor, go f**k yourself! Joining any amount is appreciated. This episode is brought to you by Magic Mind. Go to magicmind.co/slash learn for more information. Magic Mind, feel the difference for yourself. Whew. Um, speaking of feeling the difference, uh, bulking i am ne- well first of all you can find me on instagram at positive underscore sarcasm facebook.com slash uh, pos sarcasm facebook.com slash positive sarcasm or you can go directly to my website questions concerns comments positivesarcasm.com hit the contact section or you can email me directly sarcasm at outlook.com And, of course, if you just happen to find me all over anywhere else on the internet, you can feel free to contact me there as well. Posing music for all you fitness competitors. Feel free to email me directly or contact me through my website. Thank you for everybody who has requested music so far. Excuse me, this month. Um, Anyways, getting back to feeling the difference. Uh, I decided to start uh, bulking an hour an hour early, yeah about an hour early, oh, that'll make a difference. I decided to start bulking a month earlier than I normally do. So November is when I say, okay, it's time to uh, put uh, around like November I start to like put carbohydrates, heavy amounts of carbohydrates back into my diet because what I like to do during like the spring and summer months is keep the inflammation as low as possible in my body. And by doing so, if you're doing like a, like a keto diet or essentially like an 80 20 or a, you know, high protein, high fat, you know, no carbs diet. It just, you feel cleaner. You feel healthier. You, your, your gains suffer per se. Like you don't, you're not able to lift as much. Um, I mean, at least I can't, and it, it kind of kills that extra burst of energy because when you have carbohydrates in your system, they, they, the carbs and the glucose store themselves in your muscles. So when you want that e- extra energy right up front, it's right there in your muscle bellies. That way you can get that power uh, immediate. Where if you're, you're really not eating any, you know, actual like starch-based carbs or what or whatnot. Um, it's not your energy is not really available to you as quickly and really not as efficiently but it's a trade-off it's good to really spend you know a a solid several months out of the year just deflating your body uh the proper way seek a proper nutritionist um not but not and then during the winter months it's perfectly okay to put back on the weight as long as you are allocating a solid amount of energy if not more energy to working out Uh, as far as um what was i going to say there so as far as cardio goes you can continue doing cardio in the winter time if you prefer or in the off season as you'd want to call it but if you're really your your cardio can be a little different in the winter time my cardio is pretty pretty low just low intensity and in the summer it's like a you're, you're you're walking every day or you're going for a jog every day you're fasting for a little bit longer you're just doing things that <clears throat> you're really trying to carve your body out And everybody's body is different there are common practices though that definitely help you uh, achieve the health and wellness and you know mirror image that you're looking for absolutely but um for the most part your exercise you should be doing your best to cater it towards how much energy you have in your body for in, in like in the winter time i can absolutely lift 50 percent more weight and it's way easier and it's not overnight like you just you start putting the, the food in your body and the first day is great it's like I could eat whatever I want and you start to overdo it and then like a weekend you're just like I'm trying so hard just to put the food down right now you know a potato only tastes good the first day and then every day after that you are struggling like if you watch like a bodybuilder video from like the, the IFBB it's like the number one thing is putting the food down they're not I'll be honest they're not lying a lot of them are struggling to eat all that food just forcing your body to take in that much nutrients i guess at that point you can call it nutrients and i don't eat like them i don't take steroids like them i don't work out and i don't and i'll be honest i also don't work out like them i'm not gonna i'm not gonna claim i don't have the genetics that they do i don't have the drive that they do and i just i don't i'm not them but not gonna lie uh, it's as far as putting food down it can get uncomfortable so my advice to you is to basically keep up with your vitamins, keep up with your supplements that help with healthy digestion, and make sure that you are following a regimen that you can basically utilize every single day, and it doesn't turn into a struggle. At least not mostly, uh, most of the time. But it can be it can be hard. And it, it it does make it easier during you know like the holidays and stuff when there's a lot of good food around or a lot of things you kind of just want to stuff it you know into your stupid face, but for the most part um just compensating by lifting heavier and doing more real work and not necessarily always leaning towards the cardio because cardio just burns calories cardio just burns cal- that's at the end of the day that's all it does is burn calories it does not build you any real muscle uh that comes from just fucking straight lifting but that's about as f- that's i just wanted to fill you in it's like that's kind of where i'm, I'm now shifting into that focus it's great because now my brain has a lot more stuff, uh, a lot more food to feed off of. But it, you know, it's not without its drawbacks. So, hmm. and make sure you drink plenty of water, and make sure you get plenty of salt, and definitely take plenty of magnesium. So, just that's more of a personal thing that I wanted to share with you guys. It's a process I follow every single year. Only I'm starting it an hour, a year, a month early, <laughs> a month earlier. Uh, because I, it's been such a chaotic, you know, couple of years as we all have experienced that now I'm really trying to like, okay, we are starting here. It's going to take this long to get into it. It's going to take this long to get out of it. And these are the results I want to see when I'm done. That's where I am. That's what I want to do. Let's see how far we can go with what's available to me. Okay. So that's where I am on that. Um, I also got... I got lists all over the place with all kinds of other stuff. Let's see uh, Company video topics live reaction video Renewing the DV DBA for the positive sarcasm Uh, TSA pre-check got to renew that that's every five years if you're actually looking to you know beat the line at the airport I highly recommend either clear or TSA pre-check TSA pre-check the first time you get it is $85 But it's good for five years, and it's actually for me. It wasn't hard to get at all Um, so I think if you and if you're renewing it, I think it's like ten dollars less if you do it online. I think. Um, also, ordering uh, that'll be my last order for Dollar Shave Club razors because it's really not the deal it used to be. Back in the day, uh, a few years back, it's like yeah, free shipping and it was like nine, ten bucks a month and you can get like the 72 blade razor and it came with four new razors. But the and grit the handle itself has become of lesser quality it breaks often and the actual blades themselves i'm not really that impressed by so but i still got eight freaking blades left and that'll probably take me throughout the rest of the fucking year so i'm thinking about literally just buying one new razor and then just canceling my membership because if you go to like places like tj maxx or marshall's you could probably find like really good blades on clearance and call it good um so there's that, and then let's see. I uh, do I do like checklists though. Uh, find unfinished article. I did. I posted it. The Great lep, which is available. Um, rotate podcast seating, which I did. Um, sitting a little higher up, a little bit different, a little more of an angle now than I originally had it. Um, and I just got. You know what? I do got to get. I got to. Oh, I got to go to the most dangerous store this weekend. I got to go to Home Goods in Portsmouth. And grab one of those like outside seating cushions that you, that you you tie around like a hard wooden seat so I gotta go and do that um, but home goods is such a dangerous place like oh, oh that first section on the right hand side is the worst it's such a trap so I gotta get one of those for this seat because I'm sitting in a bistro table that was given to me by a good friend of mine um, which is things in great shape um, but I gotta do that because right now I'm just sitting on a pillow uh but i do like this it's a little little tighter but um a lot more it forced me to organize even more i also finished my uh z440 workstation uh powered by intel xeon processors with a five terabyte hard drive and then I, uh, a solid an ssd drive to for the operating system so my new server is 100 percent operational i absolutely absolutely love it i'm so happy to have it um it's it's so nice it 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 is to me in my opinion it's like actually professional like i have an actual server that has actual server processors and it just it it's so clean i'm so happy about that i'm i'm not a complete piece of shit um, and then after I did that, I recorded the ad for Magic Mind, which I, I said I would for the, cust- for the uh, sponsors. So I did that. It actually came out. It was pretty good. I made it up on the fly. Um, and then, oh, I researched trunk carpeting, which is something I'm doing because next year I'm doing some work for the must doing some restoration for the Mustang. And I ripped out all the carpeting in the trunk, and I'm putting in uh, sound insulator or sound dampening carpeting that, like, sticks to the actual metal of the car and i'm going to be doing that uh that's gonna be great because that's really going to help with the drive of the car and the feel of the car because when you drive that car it feels like a hollowed out piece of wood when you drive it sometimes all the time and you're going somewhere you feel the bump or the exhaust system basically echoes throughout the trunk and then you you can hear that through the back seat because and since it's a convertible you know it's even more of a thing but if you are able to put in some of that sound dampening, you're able to uh, you know, bring down the, 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 the vibration a little bit. You can put it under the hood, which will make that a little bit quieter and will t- redirect some of the heat. You can put it under your carpeting, which is even, which is awesome. If you put it under your carpeting, then you're gonna dampen some of the sound that's coming from underneath you, which you know, it could be road sound, it could be bumps, it could be traffic noise, it could be your exhaust work. Especially if you're driving a, a, a car that has like an H-pipe or it's straight piped, you know. Uh, but putting it in the trunk is most important because that's exactly where the mufflers and the tailpipe is. S- tailpipes, excuse me. Dual exhaust system. So it's important to put that in there. But it is something that you can get rather inexpensively through eBay or through uh, your preferred uh, purchaser purchase f- or, or seller f- or of, audi- of car equipment. Whatever you want to call it. So... Um, that's something I'm looking to get into but that was on my list I researched it you can get it for as little as like $20 for I don't know how big the padding is but um, it's something something I'm gonna be investing probably a couple hundred bucks into because you know when you love something you invest in it cheers to that just finished a cup of coffee s'mores s'mores flavored. at 8 o'clock it was damn good damn good I drank it all weekend um, so I just wanted to get to that so couple I just really had a couple bullet points that I wanted to get to uh, in this podcast I wanted to focus mostly on one thing so but before we get to it so oh, I've been we I, I've been talking about it a lot of other people on the internet have been talking about it but the market correction listen when it comes to the market correction I can't give you financial advice uh, I have in the past like I told you to invest in like REITs um, REITs are real estate income trust Listen. we I called it in February this shit show is going to happen, but I'm not going to say I told you so because everybody told you so. You knew this was going down. You knew this was going to happen. You knew that the market was going to try to overcorrect or the Fed was going to overcorrect. You knew that our administration was going to do something stupid. We just knew. It was just sitting there the whole time. Now, what are you going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? I'm going to have, I'm going to pay down all of my debts and I'm just going to sit there at zero. And then any other additional cash i'm going to have i will wait until this thing bottoms is it has it bottomed yet no no it hasn't there's more bad news on the way it's going to be a tough winter the price of of things is going to go up as far as like the demand for electricity the demand for oil the demand for gasoline these things because people still got to go to work so there's a lot of things that are going to be in demand now what are you gonna do about it? I can't advise you what to do with your 401k if it crashes. I can't advise you what to do with your stock portfolio. I can't advise you to do with your home, or I mean, with if you're gonna plan on selling it, or keeping it, or how much your mortgage is, if you can refinance, which probably not a good idea right now uh, at this point, um, that ship has passed. I can't advise you about your job if you're gonna have it in six months. I can't advise you on any of that. I can only advise you with this if you have outstanding bills, if you have uh, excessive debt, if you have uh, uh, crazy amounts of subscriptions, such as Netflix, or um, you're constantly Venmoing people, you're constantly going out to eat, or you're constantly just, you know, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney, Hulu, whatever it is, write down every single bill that you have, check your credit card, see what you're doing, what you're spending shit on. And I just see if you can cut I don't know. 25% off. Okay. 25% off and go from there. Um it's going to be it's already becoming hell. It's pretty bad right now. Like I can see the shit show that's about to take place. Um there's going to be elect midterms in November and you know for the most part the groundwork I think from what I'm being reported, what's being reported, it's going to be uh, one sided. And then essentially, nobody's going to care anymore. And whatever's going to be, will be. There'll be no more stimulus. There'll be no more this. There'll be no more that. And at that point, the, the doors are just going to flood open. And that's all she wrote. There's not going to be any support on gas. There's not going to be any other financial support. Uh, the. From what I can tell, the college to uh, the college forgiveness thingy was cut by like 60%. So I don't even – I mean I thought I was going to qualify because I paid some of mine. I paid mine off last year, so I don't have any college debt. Uh, but at this point, it's like are we even going to – are the people, a lot of the people in the United States even going to see that forgiveness, whether you agree with it or not? Are you going to see any of it? Is anybody going to see any of it? So it's like, okay, well, now you got to end that uh, forbearance is going to be due up in like December or January so you're gonna have to pay that back again Whew. it sounds like a fucking shit show so if you have a chance now to cut back and listen if you cut back and everybody else cuts back that's going to cause major deflation which is also going to affect the market but listen at this point it's all about you taking care of you and that's it you're not going to be able to rely on anybody because there's going to be no charity there's not going to be any charity at this point from anybody, okay, everybody's gonna be out to save their own asses because there's gonna be massive there's gonna be massive layoffs. I can tell you that there's gonna be a lot of portfolios some retirement accounts and pensions that are gonna flatline. people are gonna be out of work cities are gonna be destroyed um, they already are destroyed. it's gonna be a shit show and I don't know as far as how real estate's gonna has real estate dropped. Yes, there's already been a, a significant correction in the stock in, in the in the real estate market. Simply just simply because rates have gone up. But there is still a very low inventory. Not in places like Florida. I mean, you can buy whatever you want in Florida for next to nothing. But because really, because people don't qualify for what they used to qualify. If you have like a five percent interest on something, a five percent rate on something, you can afford, uh, I don't know, five hundred fifty thousand dollars. But as soon as it goes up like six or six point two five, it drops to like four hundred fifty thousand or four hundred thousand. And that that's a huge difference. That's a huge difference. That changes not only the type of house that you can afford, the zip co- the zip code that you can live in, or hell, even the fucking county that you can live in. The jobs that you can get because you can't live in that county or can live in that county, it, yeah, it's a whole shift. And then everybody all of a sudden, because they can't, um, they can't afford to buy a house at that point. Some people can't, so it's like, fuck it, we got to rent again, so more people are going to be driven back to rent, which means there's going to be less rent available, which means the price of rent is going to go up, which means there's going to be less availability for anybody else who's just trying to get by. And that is fucking, is that a problem for me? No, I'm, I'm locked into 2024. I don't got sh- really anything to worry about at this point. I've got a roof over my head, uh, a, a, a dog in my bed, and, and food in the freezer. But freezer, but that's another thing. Food prices. Food prices definitely direct, directly affect me. Gasoline prices directly affect me. But I don't have car loans. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't have any of that shit. But they directly affect me. The, food, the gas prices, I don't care all day long. I can go back If it was $5 a gallon again... I can handle it. That doesn't... Food prices definitely annoy me. That's the one where I start to get really fucking pissed. Because I've already... Like, steak... I don't eat steak very often. I would love to eat more steak more often. Even if it's factory burger meat. Or just factory meat. But... I would love to eat more of it. You know, my body really does crave it. And it does very well on it. But... You know... it. You're gonna see all hell break loose if pork prices go through the roof. If pork prices go through the roof shit's going to hit the fan absolutely shit's going to hit the fan pork so as far as like as you all know the price of foods go like this beef chicken pork we're not going to talk about lamb or we're not going to talk about any of that stuff it's beef chicken pork chicken the price of poultry has already gone up you know probably fucking i don't know um packet about a two years ago you could get a package of chicken for seven eight dollars $7, $8, you can get a whole package of chicken about this long, okay, full of titties. Titty, city. City full of titties. Now, that same package of chicken will probably cost you between $14 and $18 in my area, between $14 and $16, we'll see, okay? That's insane. That's one package of chicken. I can go through that fucking package of chicken in like two days. So, if you can't afford chicken, you're going to go to pork, if pork goes through the roof, and you start seeing pork loins for between five and seven dollars a piece, if you start seeing, you know, sausage, you know, that the the lower end basic food source instead of going for three dollars, you start seeing like a like a pound and a quarter of pork. If you start seeing that instead of for like three dollars, you start seeing it for six, seven, eight. It's gonna be fucking nuts. It's gonna be absolutely insane. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna be a food shortage. But it's just going to be food expensive. And at that point, all charity is going to go out the window. Because people straight up won't be able to afford it. And they're going to have to cut back. It's it's sickening. It's absolutely sickening. Was all of this preventable? 100%. Every single one of these situations. The gas prices. The solar energy prices. The electric prices. The gas prices. The oil prices. The food prices. Your taxes, what's taken out of your paycheck, absolutely uh, housing prices. Every single one of these things was absolutely up to a significant point preventable. And now we're all paying the price, especially in New Hampshire where real estate is super hard to get. I mean, there's a lot of places you can buy in New Hampshire. Um, Everything's within two hours of itself of something. But there are a lot of counties where you just can't. Really buy unless you have, you know, if you are not, if you don't qualify for a half a million dollars, um, you're basically shit out of luck. And if also you're not, you're not going to be the only buyer in this state. You're not going to be the only buyer. And getaway homes, like vacation homes or ski resort homes, they're going from they're going for full family prices as well, three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand dollars. So it's like it's like. Where do we go? What do we do? Okay. Well, since I'm not a financial advisor, I can essentially uh, – I can point you to a couple resources that I appreciate that are uh, certified, qualified. And one of them ran for governor of California. And the other one is a like a, a public account, like an actual tax person who's incredibly intelligent and just gives you the straight facts. So uh, number one is Kevin Pathrath. He ran for governor of California. He during the recall, he owns a significant portfolio in real estate. He started a company called House Hack. He has, uh, you know, VIP uh, programs for, uh, you know, generating wealth and income and all that other stuff and um he also has a youtube channel called Meet kevin and um he's extremely intelligent talks to you about the stock market and he talks to you about real estate and my opinion is one of the best resources to go to as far as if you wanted to start really building your income and generating wealth and putting together some type of real estate portfolio so, me, Kevin is my number one, and then my number 1A for just knowing about the economy and all updates with the economy is a guy named Clear Value Tax. Actually, let me pull up his, let me see if I can get him on the YouTubes. Let me get here. Um, Clear Value Tax, and if there's no, with him it's pretty straightforward, there's no um, music, it's just, there we go, Clear Value Tax it's just him with paper and he just tells you where it is clear value tax he's got 250 videos 1.54 million subscribers i should probably show him to you if i'm gonna freaking talk about him. there we go um and that's it he just tells you he's got daily videos about what's going on with student loan forgiveness retirement changes he's just awesome and it's it's right now with everything that's going on Uh, with all the information or not information or bad information or misleading whatever this guy just tells you what he's what he's what is being reported which is awesome so he's excellent and then of course meet kevin who is a little more enthusiastic m-e-t kevin there we go meet kevin um this guy right here. Now, he's he's a little more clickbaity as far as like his uh, his pictures are, which is kind of hilarious. Look, he's got the same fucking one. Same, 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 same pictures. But um, an excellent source of information. And he gives you a global financial perspective as well, on everything as well. So those are your two guys you want to follow. Meet Kevin and Clear Value Tax. So go ahead and check out everything that they're doing so that you can make better decisions uh, during times when, when things aren't so great and they're coming up right now I mean I'm seeing heavy losses in the stock market right now and and you I don't know what's coming I feel secure but I can't I don't speak for you I don't speak for you but you should have some resources to go to instead of looking for fear you should be looking for opportunity you know be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are feel fearful you're going to want to sweep up the market when there's basically just blood all over the all over the streets. When there's blood on the streets, that's when you buy. So you want to be able to take advantage of that. You really do. That's, that. I mean, during COVID, there was a huge wealth transfer. It was a big party, and as George Carlin says, we weren't invited. Oh, fire truck just went by, and Chase was like, what the fuck was that? It's okay, bud. It's all right. Relax, pal. Everything's all good so those are some let me get rid of that there we go those are some things i wanted to basically relay to you as far as information about what you can do to better your situation during very hard times and if the world doesn't blow itself up in the next six months to a year well maybe you'll come out uh with the grass a little greener on your side either with your own business or with your job still intact that being said so, we got past lists all over the place, bulking pros and cons, market correction. I wanted to dive into this, and generally the information is already out there, but we're going to start from scratch and we're going to go through each item as far as what's been reported. Now, what are we talking about? We're talking about PayPal. I saw this on Patrick Bet David. Patrick Bet David has a YouTube channel called Valuetainment, if you've never heard of him. Uh, he's a former Iranian bodybuilder who now lives in the United States, lives in tampa miami one of the two um has a huge insurance business and he's very wealthy and he's very he's just awesome he's a guy you want to listen to um now what the fuck happened all right let's start with a couple articles i got one from yahoo finance about the rumor itself one from msnbc or from msn excuse me about what paypal told and then another one from cnet and then from market watch we'll kind of carefully go through this and i'll try to tell you exactly from what has been reported what the hell happened so let's let's do some reading and see what pops up and we'll will and then i'll give you some of my uh, advice there isn't much but here we go so courtesy of yahoo finance by Josephine nesbitt this was on wednesday now i first heard about this um this is from yeah this is about a minute read here's the rumor okay paypal received backlash from customers on social media over the weekend after a new policy uh in in the company's fine print said it would charge users a hefty fine of twenty five hundred dollars for misinformation beginning november 3rd paypal quickly apologized stating this policy was sent in error the paypal acceptable user policy which i get an email for you guys get emails for all the time um was updated to include penalizing this quote the sending posting or publication of any messages content or materials unquote that promote misinformation or or present a risk to user safety or well-being media uh reported those found in violation of the terms would be have a fine taken have a fine of $2,500 taken directly from their paypal accounts now, which PayPal account? So, we, does that include does that include um, additional companies that they own, such as um, Venmo, or straight from your PayPal account? And what if you don't have a balance in your PayPal account? What if you're just at zero? Do they do you all of a sudden go negative $2,500? Is that the plan? That's a great question. But let's continue reading. PayPal is not finding people for misinformation, and this language was never intended to be inserted in our policy. We're sorry for the confusion this has caused, a spokesperson for the company said, Metro reports. According to Market Watch, which I have an article from them up, Google searches for how to cancel PayPal and cancel PayPal account were trending on the morning of October 10th, as well as delete PayPal account. And how do I delete a PayPal account? Citing data from Google Trends, Market Watch added that global searches for delete PayPal jumped 1392 percent after the new policy announcement and apology the, uh this policy sparked a wave of criticism including from the company's former president david marcus as well as tesla's elon musk and congressman lauren bober Bebert bieber um however some paypal users have come to the, the company's defense i believe paypal tweeted one MarketWatch reported it was a mistake okay all right so that's from yahoo finance Let's jump over to Fortune, courtesy of MSN, Christian Hensner. So, let's we'll see if we can get more data on this. Let's just let's read a bunch of articles, come to some kind of conclusion, and then maybe see what we want to do going forward. Because we want to move this story forward. Because by the time I talk about it, everybody else has already screamed and yelled about it. I want to try to put it in perspective for something. So that I can understand it, you can understand it, and then we can collectively or individually, depending upon what you believe in, uh, decide what you want to do that's in your best interest and nobody else's. So, hey Chase, how you doing buddy? Do you have a PayPal account? You better not. Okay, PayPal users tell, it will find, blah, blah, blah. Next time you're clicking through one of those impossibly long, impenetrable legal disclaimers to a company's terms of service, it may be time to have a closer look. Okay. A new policy in PayPal's fine print triggered no one was this. This was this was Monday. New policy in PayPal's fine print triggered a storm of outrage over apparent plans to impose starting on November 3rd a hefty fine of $2500 anytime one of its 429 million consumers and merchants expressed what corporate brass deems to be misinformation. PayPal quickly apologized over the weekend for what it called quote confusion claiming it was all just an error but not before a deluge or deluge of criticism of from a number of high-profile individuals including its former president David Marcus Marcus took to Twitter uh, to say that its new AUP was an insanity that was an insanity that forced him to come forward and criticize his previous employer where he worked for 3 years from 2011 after former PayPal owner eBay former PayPal owner eBay acquired a company he founded and joined it with the payment service. Okay. PayPal's new AUP goes except use the policy. Goes against everything I believe in unquote he posted on Saturday. A private company now gets to decide to take money if you say something they disagree with. Free speech advocates like at Elon Musk one of the entrepreneurs behind the founding of paypal as well as a prominent conservative voices such as kevin sorbo um likewise blasted the plans the controversy comes as tensions run high over misinformation claims heading into next month's important midterm elections in the united states okay which could see the republicans retake control over the both house of the congress blah 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 quote delete paypal with many on the right fearing that the big tech i don't know if it's just the right but let's just continue on um that big tech is targeting them due to their political views the company quickly backtracked quote paypal is not finding people for misinformation and this language was never intended to be inserted into our policy i know i'm kind of i may be re-reading stuff that you may already heard from a previous article here but we want to get through all of it so we can really build a conclusion here and move the story forward and come yeah so critics uh it's not it it was never intended to be inserted in our policy uh we're sorry for the confusion this has caused critics however didn't appear to buy paypal's claims it was all just an innocent error that promptly updated with the correct information dan held the former head of growth marketing for crypto exchange kraken and bitcoin and a bitcoin fan argued that users should delete their account with the payment services provider quote paypal freezing funds for thought crimes is despicable it's an opinion piece he, thought over the, he wrote over the weekend in response to the controversy. Many crypto fans, like Held, who are often libertarians, who oppose government intervention and much of... This is from MSN, from Fortune, so, you know, read into that as you will, but try to absorb the data as it's given to you, if it is given to you. Where's my fuck? Oh, there it is. <laughs> um... Ble- uh, Who oppose libertarians who oppose government intervention and such in much of society believe that government and its corporate supporters are steadily chipping away at basic human rights they have been on high alert ever since the treasury department imposed sanctions on tornado cash a service that conceals blockchain transactions by mixing them up with others so they are harder to trace marcus the former uh, paypal president himself a fan of bitcoin and later ran meta's project to develop a crypto wallet paypal's supposed new policy only exacerbated exacerbated a common fear in the crypto community and the state will eventually seek to sideline virtual assets through the introduction introduction of central bank digital currencies the intense blowback will not likely be helpful for paypal sh- to paypal shares which have thus far been a poor investment in 2022 while payment services giant vis visa declined by only 15 percent year-to-date paypal is more than halved in value even ebay its former parent until 2015 has fared better having only fallen some 43 percent in, in the period full disclosure i love ebay i use it all the time uh if i'm buying things i don't buy things through amazon shares in paypal are expected to open 1.5 percent lower on monday underperforming the broader tech market this story was originally featured in fortune okay so there's that now let's see paypal says this is from this is from cnet this is from october 10th uh, an update, blah blah blah. PayPal says it was a mistake. Said Monday had no plans to find customers. PayPal drew widespread criticism. Yep, the policy would have levied a penalty of $2,500 each violation. Went out in error and included correct information, incorrect information, a PayPal spokesperson said. PayPal's not finding people. This language is never intended. The suggestion, okay, we we'll speed this up here. Suggestion that a company could issue monetary policy. Okay, this is interesting. The suggestion that a company could issue monetary penalties for speech it deemed misinformation comes amid ongoing scrutiny that conservative critics who accuse social media companies such as Twitter and Facebook of censoring content for ideological reasons claims that social media firms have repeatedly denied. The policy update drew criticism from David Marcus, Da-da-da-da-da. billionaire Elon Musk, who was embroiled in legal. Why does that matter? Um, he endorsed it, endorsed the tweet by simply saying that he agreed. Okay. Finally, from courtesy, where are we at right now? 36 minutes. So, Market Watch. This was October 10th. PayPal apologizes for policy notice saying users could face $2,500 $2, fines for misinformation. This is a quick read. Uh, apologies for publishing a policy change that would be subject to $2,500 misinformation. The company said that it published. The company said that it had published an acceptable use policy in error. And that PayPal is not finding people for misinformation the language was never intended to be inserted in our policy okay so they the company says it had published an AUP with that in there all right boycott PayPal trending a topic blah 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 okay uh, PayPal controversy Riled rather conservatives uh, who say they were, who feel they were unfairly targeted by big tech companies gofundme for instance sees donations in support of the canadian truckers protest over covid policy i don't know if that was gofundme i think they were told to do that i don't know privacy has been cited as major concerns the federal reserve evaluates whether to create a central bank digital currency okay all right so this is this actually this final article here or this final piece right here all right The company said it had published an acceptable use policy with that in it why and it was never intended and then said that that language is never intended to be inserted into our policy but you published it even though it was an error so if you never intended for that to be uh in there why was it brought up who discussed that who inserted into that Was it an error? Did did you have like a rogue freaking programmer or a rogue legal document – a rogue rogue documentation team in there stating that – I don't know. Just somebody decided to throw that in there. Uh, So that's the thing. So here's the kicker you did publish it which means somebody somebody brought it up this is you when you write these acceptable use policies the teams of lawyers and, and documentarians and other douchebags with ties who also write the diversity equity and inclusion and belonging uh, uh uh paperwork uh you know policies all the about policies all the legal policies all the contact po- they write all this shit how does that get in there An error that doesn't seem like an error it seems like you meant to put that in there that's it's fucking terrifying like you put that in there we saw it we caught you on it and then you took it out i mean that's an acceptable use policy thing like you guys thought of that you put it in there and everybody got pissed off You didn't, I mean, I don't understand. You sneak this shit in there to see what you can get away with. You understand, when a stock drops, you know, like 20% a year, how many billions of dollars that is. Now, there are ways like, um... So, what is, well, first of all, what does PayPal own? PayPal owns Braintree, ChargeHound, Happy Returns. It owns Honey, which helps users shop online to discover deals, earn cash, blah, blah, blah. Hyperwallet PayD, which is a Japanese thing. Simility, it owns Venmo, it owns Zoom, which is a PayPal service. It also owns Zettle. So, these are all the brands that it has. What's in the newsroom here? Does it say anything about that? All-in-one payment solution. Save House of Dropshipping. Uh, PayPal supporting equitable climate. Blah 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 blah. blah. It doesn't say anything about the thingy uh, about the thing they just fucking got called out on for. So here's I mean (sighs) who came up with this who thought this was a good idea to put it in there It had to be a team of people now misinformation policies started out with if you if you spread what we deem information we will put a strike in your account we will delete your account so it started with that deletion of social media accounts or freezing your accounts, because that's a lot of things. That when they when they canceled Andrew Tate, when they've can uh, when they canceled several other users, they would basically took away their ba- their ability to tra- to make transactions, make money, hold accounts, uh, talk on social media. Now PayPal went ahead and did something even more devious, which was not only if you talk shit or say something or do something that we deem misinformative, we can actually bill you for it. How the fuck is that right? How is that even legal? Like, for example, if I'm using, let's just throw out a shitty company, Comcast. If I'm throwing out like a, um, if I'm throwing out bullshit or whatever, or if I'm just talking, or if I say something that maybe, is, I'd it, it, say it in joking or out of context, or who knows, if I just say something, and they de- deem it like misinformation, and then all of a sudden Comcast is like, well, you said that and you uploaded this stuff via our uh, our ISP as we as your ISP. Okay, well we either are gonna we're gonna disconnect your account and we're gonna or we can we're gonna fine you $100 every time you do this. If we go as except, I mean, is that an error? Is that something they can do? We oh they're a private company they can do what they want. How far does this go when it stops being an error and it starts to become something that's their policy? PayPal is an extremely large, extremely influential platform with a lot of money. But here's the kicker. When it's all said and done, PayPal is not the end-all be-all. If I'm buying from eBay, I don't have to use PayPal. I can just simply put in my credit card and i'm good paypal doesn't even let you buy fucking n-acetylcysteine look that shit up n-acetylcysteine is like a health supplement that you use for when you're feeling sick or prevention of sickness um so you can't per. you have to basically if you put that like you go to vitamin shop you go on vitamin shop online you buy a bunch of things and c you'll put say put n-acetylcysteine which is a, just as a supplement vitamin c and alpha brain and you go i'm going to use my paypal account that's attached to this credit card paypal will say okay you go to hit submit order you can buy alpha brand you can buy vitamin c we will not let we will not process the request for n-acetylcysteine please take it out of your cart and you're like um excuse me but who the fuck are you to tell me what supplements i can buy you're not a fucking um you're not a health company You just process payments. That's all you do. So shut the fuck up and give me my drugs that I asked for. So if it comes to that, you can remove them from your life. You can remove PayPal altogether. You don't even need PayPal. That's the thing. PayPal is not a need. They are a private company. Can they do what they want? Maybe. You actually don't need PayPal, though. If you have a credit card, if you have an American Express, if you have a a Discover, or you have a Visa card or whatever, or some other random ass company, you can use them instead. And you don't need PayPal. You You truly don't. There are other ways to do this. And that is the only power you truly have as a consumer. It's like, you're going to fuck me like this. I'm going to basically erase you from my life. That's the great thing about like, Everybody's worried about like the the Visa or or Visa MasterCard or basically eradicating their ability to spend money or purchase things or pay bills. That's why American Express exists. That's why Discover exists. That's why there's a bunch of these other credit card processing uh, companies exist. That's why why crypto exists. That's why all these other things exist. So you can – you're not beholden to – one giant ass monopoly. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we have not done anything for monopolies as of lately. There is a shitload of monopolies and duopolies out there right now that we're not doing anything about. Anything about. And another crazy thing is like when somebody gets banned on social media, when somebody gets banned on social media, the mainstream social media as we'll, as we'll start to call it, uh, M mainstream social media so MSM mainstream social media it's amazing huh um, let's, or, well actually mainstream media is MSM so mainstream social media I guess would be MSSM hmm, there you go when they ban you on Twitter they don't just ban you on Twitter they ban you on Facebook they ban you on Instagram and they ban you on YouTube that's fucked out so they can b- basically across the board. Obviously, if you're getting banned on Instagram, you're getting, you're getting kicked off of Facebook because Facebook owns Instagram. or and, and then whatever else Meta uses. And then Twitter all of a sudden follows suit as well, especially nowadays. Whether or not Elon Musk takes it over and makes some changes is yet to be seen. But then all of a sudden, Google kicks you off of YouTube. But it happens all at once. That's a terrifying thing, though. So as a consumer of whatever it's important that you use the power of your of your consumerism to dictate what these companies do but it is a monopoly and a duopoly oh that's what i was saying it's a monopoly and a duopoly where a bunch of companies conspire to basically take your voice away take your money away take your ability to thrive away and this was going to get way more ridiculous this was going to get way more ridiculous i i have ideas in my head about you know Diversity, equity, and inclusion and um, vaccination statuses and all kinds of other things where if you don't abide by these rules and show this uh, this paperwork that you actually, uh, you know, played this stupid game, you wouldn't be allowed to make purchases online. You wouldn't be able to download or listen to certain music or certain podcasts. I mean literally putting, putting baby in the corner to the point where you were choking the bitch out. Absolutely absolutely plausible if this just went under the rug it's not a good look and this is where monop you know the government is actually supposed to step in and say okay you're a monopoly because you're controlling people to the point where they can't there's no comp- competition duopolies do the same thing so we got to break you guys up government's not doing that though instead of the government doing its job and protecting us from duopolies and monopolies and from oppressive corporate corporate interests or oppressive corporate corporatism or crony capitalism they are instead taking that money that's generated and putting it in their pockets which leaves us as consumers or the retail the retail traders fucksville basically not giving us any any leeway But maybe that will change. I don't know yet though. I don't know yet. It's pretty upsetting though that to know that I almost had to close my PayPal account because I really did I really do like using PayPal because it's convenient. I have all my credit cards right there lined up, my debit card, blah blah blah. And I can do this, this and this. But I have to be accepting of the fact that maybe it's if this was to be that ridiculous or if it was to become ridiculous then it's just okay well it's just one more thing i'm not going to use anymore i really try hard not to let companies companies uh crooked companies control me i've really i've done a i think in my opinion i've done a pretty damn good job of you know setting an example for not buying from china like i dropped my purchases from Ch- of chinese chinese products from like you know, it's now like 90-10. 90% of the products I buy, probably even higher than that, 95% of the products I buy are not from China. They're from other countries, countries, whether they're developing or not. I don't. I really do. Electronics. I already have a lot of electronics, so I try not to buy from them. You know, there's a lot of the companies that make electronic products, such as Taiwan, or or Europe, or or you know, uh, South Korea. Um, clothes. of clothes that I buy not from China So these are things that I'm trying to do and as far as like uh, consumerism uh, other consumerism such as the coffee I drink or the food I eat or or where I shop online I haven't shopped online as far as like using Amazon in years. I haven't shopped on Amazon in years I'm not gonna and I'm not gonna start now. I realize it's like oh shit. I actually don't fucking need them I actually don't need Amazon at all you don't you try it try not shopping on amazon try try shopping on etsy ebay mercury um and some other other places new and try shopping on them and see how it works try not shopping at whole foods try it try not shopping from and shopping buying products from countries and services from countries that maybe you disagree with try it see if you can actually do it you know try not using a social media app that you don't that you don't agree with its policies perfect example twitter try not using it try actually deleting it from your life and seeing and see how your life changes try turning the location settings on your phone off and using like a regular old gps try these things seriously just try them is it really that much more convenient when you know what you're giving up when you know what you have to put up with I'm serious you really I, after all it's all of a sudden after everything that we've been through in the past several years you'd think we'd learn to not to see bullshit right right as it as it roots itself it's only towards the very end it's only towards the very end where it's now set in stone the root is there so it can always grow back and I haven't, and I'll be honest with you, to close up shop here on this podcast, I haven't forgotten the people that, in 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 uh in the popular circles, in public in public form, who treated me like I was a fucking plague rat, and others like me treated me like a fucking plague rat, that I was less than, that I was inferior, that I was I was the problem. And I'll close up shop with this. You know, I'm going to I'm going to close up shop with this because I think this is I think this is important. You need to hear this. You've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin and your refusal has cost all of us. People who are incubators for every variant to come, walking around lawfully unvaccinated. That's psychotic for the unvaccinated. You're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm about this in a world of threats and tyrants, and terror. You know what our biggest enemy is in America, our fellow Americans. They are the ones that are propagating this outbreak being frustrated that. There is still a percentage of the population are, who are not vaccinated. I wish that he would go further to restrict mm. the activities of the unvaccinated. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in, we'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're, that's, I mean. 25% can cause a lot of damage and they are. If you're willing to walk among us unvaccinated, you are an enemy well you know it's my rights and but okay (laughs) but i don't care the pandemic of the unvaccinated look the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated and that's and and they're killing people freedom not to follow the facts even if your freedom kills Just want to let you know that um, I haven't forgotten. I haven't forgotten. And all of those people—they are the biggest spreaders of lies and misinformation. You think this stupid podcast is all the, has all the pro, you know is basically every problem in this country? You better think again. I'm still waiting for my apology for all those people that made me feel less than then I'll never get it I never asked for it but you know what it would be nice for one heavy person maybe a late-night talk show host maybe some dumb broad from the view maybe a president an administrative professional I don't know anybody just to say hey you know what we were wrong not only for the information we provided to you which was wrong but the way we acted towards you. That'll never happen. So you just remember those of you in your family, your friends, who you voted for, who you didn't vote for, who you see on TV every day, your coworkers, who looked at you like you were the source of all their problems. And just remember how they treated you. How you react to that, that's up to you. Record it here from the Spare Parts Studio. This has been a Positive Sarcasm Presentation.